Hello again, listeners, and welcome back to Social Small Business, the podcast where we're going to talk about some marketing stuff and some small business stuff and some dogs and who knows what. Uh, we we don't have the dog today. I know. We've been talking about him in the past couple of times. I know. So. He's not here today. He's at home. Um, yeah. Well, I was thinking about our music, though. I think we should change it up. I'm sitting here just vibing to it. I know. I, I like it, but I, don't, I think it needs more bass. It's got bass. I just we just kind of come in before the bass picks up. Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> is to uh, figure out our podcast intro music. Um, but but we you, should take a vote. If you have a thought, please let us know. We should take a vote via uh, our website contact form. Or <laughs> no, <laughs> when we post, when we post this on social, I'm going to ask the media, question: yeah. Should we change our intro music? Yeah, and but I don't know if we should should take suggestions. Because no, I don't want that. I just want to know if people think it needs to change. Yeah, because I th- I want to prove myself right that it does need to change. You yeah. want to keep it the same. I want to change it. Uh, I don't necessarily want to keep it the same. I just know if we change it, I'm going to be the one that has to go track down another song that's going to make you happy. <laughs> and then, so anyway. what if I give you some inspiration? <laughs> yeah. Well, you moving did. on. You moving gave me on. some inspiration for the last one, but. Was it church clap? Yeah. Oh, I love the church clap. <clears throat> that makes one of us sitting here. So anyway, today we're going to talk a little bit about storytelling. And I I was hoping to have a good segue into that, but No, we didn't, no. Um, but we, you are a good storyteller. Actually, I'm not. I feel like you are. Really? Yeah, I do. I feel like I'm a terrible storyteller, but I do love stories. Have you ever been to the storytelling festival in Jonesboro? No, have you? No. Oh, well. <laughs> um, but I've always wanted to go. It's kind of pricey. It's well, pricey for me, but um, there's a lot of people that come from all over to Jonesboro, Tennessee, to this storytelling. They have tons of storytellers. But anyway, and people come because people love people stories. People love stories. They love a good, like positive story yeah so um you do you want to discuss how this even became a topic for us yes Um, so when we were um doing i don't like the way i say yes by the way i just heard myself yeah yes (laughs) when when we were before brooks joined our team full-time we were doing um mainly social media and um I thought you were going to say we were not good, we were terrible, and then Brooks just elevated us to where we are the best. Okay, I'll start with Brooks did elevate us. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't fishing for it. But one of the first meetings we had, and I I believe we were doing a, a good job, but I'm always that type of person that says, okay, how can we do things better? And you brought something to the table and I just latched on to it because I'm like, this is how we do it better. Because when you look at, I'm going to take the farmer's dog commercial, for example, um, during the Super Bowl. I'm going to go back to that, that for a minute. They told the story, the farmer's dog told the story of um, when the, the puppy to old age, right? And in a matter of 60 seconds, yeah. they told a story. And you brought storytelling to the table. It's like, hey, people really, that's something people can relate to. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's why we're here is we're trying to relate these brands to the audience. So we need to do that through storytelling. Um, the simplified 
to even to the point where with Lakeway Auto, we did, okay, we have generations of people that bought here. Let's tell that story. And so we would, we would go on and say, mom, dad, kid, grandkid, you know, that kind of thing. So it doesn't have to be overcomplicated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where this, and I can't take credit for this. I don't, I don't want to do that. And I feel like it'd be wrong to do that. So, but anyway, this whole story telling idea, uh, for me anyway, came from a book by Donald Miller called building your story brand. And for our listeners, if you, if you have a business um, and you have not read that book, man, there are, out of, out of a list of books I could recommend to business owners, that may be the first one hmm. um, because it's that good. Um, the way he just kind of breaks down telling your story as a brand. Um, so that's where this came from. And then um, when I, uh, I started on the South Marketing Group team, uh, it was actually around the time or right after I'd read this book. And so I just kind of brought it up like, Hey, are we, are we doing this sort of thing? And it, and once you hear it, it does make sense. But the whole essence and the whole point of wanting to tell a story as a brand is, uh, what you just mentioned to be relatable mm-hmm. and to, um, connect with your audience in a way that's not just, Hey, we're throwing marketing material at you. Right. It's not salesy. Right. And um, once you once you understand it, you start to see it everywhere. And I think that it's important for our audience to know that when we give advice or talk about things on this podcast, we're thinking about you long term. It is a long term goal. Storytelling is not a one and done. It's not a uh, it's a marketing tactic, but it's not one that we use like in the short term. This is a long you should always be telling your story. Yeah, but in a sense, though, it can be both. Um, And and just an example of that, um, I actually kind of had thought about this in two different levels, like a a macro level and Mm -hmm. a micro level. Those sounded similar, but I said them differently. It's only because I'm from the southeast. (laughs) Um, From a a micro level, what you're talking about, just a quick uh, thing that um, there's not – it may not go with the brand – as far as their big story, it does, but it's more of just like a campaign sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw the um, the Dove campaign that they did, the men's Dove. It was around Father's Day, and they did, um, they basically, a guy that had been serving seven months, I think they did it with a few people, their, their goal was to... Um, reconnect like 300 service members with their families. Oh, that's cool. No, I didn't see and that. And so they created these little videos, um, but there was no, no, hey, buy our soap, right. buy, buy this. All it was was the first, first one I saw was a guy that had been serving seven months and he had a, a wife and a daughter and just she had a baby while he was deployed. Mm-hmm. So he had never seen his son and his son was like two months old at this point. And, um, so anyway, they reconnected him. And so they're taking you on this emotional journey, like relating to the people watching it. Mm -hmm. And then all it is at the very end is, um, it mentions something about father's day and then the dove logo comes up, but it's not like an in your face. Yeah. It's not, it's not salesy. Right. And, um, there's so many people using storytelling because man, everything used to be so salesy. Yeah. And, um, still is to an extent and really you can storytell for your own brand and then you can storytell about 
the people involved in your brand. Right. And um, that would, I would be about the people involved in the brand. Right. Yeah. So, um, when you think of the macro level of storytelling in in a brand, um, I always just think of brands like Apple mm-hmm. or Nike or Coca-Cola. I mean, even Coca-Cola, their, their whole deal for however long they've been around, 100 plus years or however long it's been, is share happiness. Mm-hmm. And so everything they do is about sharing that happiness. You remember when they did the... Um, uh, share a Coke thing yeah. when they had pe- your names on cans, yep. um, something simple, but you know, that's one of those things where imagine a lot of businesses where if they're selling a product and your marketing person comes to you and says, Hey, I think we should just put a bunch of random names on, on the product and tell people to share it with those people. Most businesses would be like, "What? <laughs> we got how, how much is that going to cost? Because we got to change out what we're printing right. and all this stuff." <laughs> so, but uh, it was huge for Coca Cola. Um, but it played in with their whole overall their thing, yeah. Like and that was their short term campaign versus the long term right. strategy, yeah. Right. And when I think even long term with them, um, something I always think about with Coca Cola is the holidays. Mm-hmm. Those those darn polar bears. Those polar bears. You know, I didn't think polar bears were real for the longest time. <laughs> I thought it was a fictional character in like Christmas stories, right? The, this could derail I, quickly. I'm not going to let it derail. <laughs> but I remember as a kid, I would uh, McDonald's gave away those Coca-Cola polar yeah. bears, like with the Happy Meal. And they used to give good stuff in Happy Meals, right? And so I got this thing and I'm like, man, I wish polar bears were real. It was so magical that you just thought I, it wasn't That's exactly real. right. I thought it was more like a unicorn. Yeah. And my mom and dad were like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, polar bears are real. Uh, yep, if you didn't know that, they are real. Um, <laughs> Coke taught me that. <laughs> man, so thank you, Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, anytime you'd like to sponsor this uh, podcast, we'd love to discuss it with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but moving on, I, I want to. I don't want to spend a ton of time on, on these, uh, but I wanted to give you the seven main points of, of the building a story brand from the book that I read because I think they can be helpful, um, especially I may stop on one and kind of talk a little bit more about it. But he, Donald Miller mentions that there's seven um, – there's basically seven main pieces of telling an effective story. And he, he relates it back to if you're watching movies, every movie um, has the same outline. He's like any, any good movie. And once you see it, anytime you watch a movie, you see this framework. I feel like I see it more like with kids movies. Yeah. Than I do Um, in the, yeah. But number one is a character. Uh, every story has a character who wants something. So in our, our instance, um, as brands and when we're marketing, we need to think about, okay, who's the character who, what do they want? Um, um, who is that person? So um, you want to relate that to like SMG so we can walk people through that? Sure. Like we're the character. Like what we're do, the character? Yeah. No, I'm, we're not the character. Or, okay. So you want to do it like as, uh. Okay, I got you. So, yeah, this is where I, some of them I'll break down. So your character is is not you. So in our case, South Marketing Group, our character is not South Marketing no. Group. The character is who you're marketing to. It's the 
it's the hero of the story, so to speak. Um, You're never this, supposed to be the hero. This is where a lot of brands get confused. Yeah. It's like all their marketing is about them. And everything you see on Facebook is what we've done. And look at this and call us for this and do this. But you need to focus your marketing on um, the audience. Like know your audience. This goes back to the, mm. one of the very first things we talked about. Know your audience. But anyway, the first part is is a character. And uh, some of this stuff I want to read just straight from a blog that uh, Donald Miller wrote on this topic. But uh, he says, what do my... Cu- customers want as it relates to my brand and is my brand known known for one thing it offers uh, so that's the character part uh, the second part is that character has a problem um, so uh, the character you need to identify as a brand what problems your customers have and if you can't do that you're, you're really never going to market as effectively as you probably could Um, so your character has a problem and the third part is, and meets a guide. And this is the important part for businesses. Say that again. And meets a guide, meets a guide, not a guy, not a guy, (laughs) (laughs) guide, guide, guide. G U I D E. And as businesses, you are the guide in the story. So the easy way to think about this, when you're thinking of stories and let's say star Wars, when you think of the story of star Wars, your brand is not Luke Skywalker. Your your brand is Yoda. Okay, so people that don't watch, sorry, I keep hitting on my mic, guys. Um, people that don't watch Star Wars, what would you? It's another analogy because I don't watch Hunger Star Games. Wars. Okay, did you watch Hunger I Games? I did. Yep. You're not Katniss. No. You are Hamish. Okay. You're the old guy I that's got it. survived, and you're helping this other person. Got it. You're, give, you're telling them how they can come out successfully. Okay, so those of you that don't watch Star Wars, yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah, I'm sure we could sit and think of uh, <laughs> think of a lot of other examples, uh, but we won't do that just for Tom's sake. Um, but yeah, when your customers come to you with a problem, you want to guide them to the steps of fixing that problem. So... Um, let's just take McDonald's for instance. I'm just pulling this out of thin air. Mm. I'm, I'm a person who's hungry. Like my problem is hunger. So if I go to McDonald's, um, their solution to my problem is we can sell you some food. You could have two problems. You could be hungry and broke. Yep. And if you go to McDonald's, they can sell you some cheap. Well, I, I hate to say that because nothing's cheap anymore. Affordable. Like. More affordable. Dude, I, this is getting off topic. But I can take like me and my wife to Chick-fil-A, and it's like 20 some dollars. I know. That's crazy. I know. Anyway, <laughs> I went somewhere the other day. I got a meal. Food has gone up. Yeah, I got a meal. Actually, at the office, we uh, when we ordered food the other day. Oh, that's a right. meal for me. I got two chimichangas. I got a, yeah, two chimichangas. It was $17. It was like $16, Yes, it was 17 like, Yeah, I remember that. Sorry, guys. It must have came all the way from Mexico. Food, <laughs> I had to pay for the fuel. Um, anyway, so you are the guide. So as a brand, you need to ask yourself, are you positioning yourself as the guide for the hero in the story? Uh, the fourth part of this, after they meet you, you have to give them a plan. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to give them a plan on how to get past their problem. Um, 
and after you give them a plan, you have to call them to action. And this is an important part too, that I think a lot of brands don't do a good job at. Um, the easy way to think about this is to think about a website. A call to action is something the customer has to do to take the next step. Mm -hmm. So for instance, that's why you go to um, websites and their buttons are always like bright colors because yeah. your eyes see those bright colors. It's like, Oh, need an estimate? Call us now or contact us today. So you want to give them a call to action um, because if you don't give them a call to action, they're never going to reach out to you. Um, that's an important step. You have to help them avoid failure. That's the sixth step. Can um, we go back to call to action? Sure. Cause social media allows call to actions now. So if you do tell a story, or you're doing a post that's that would require a call to action. You can add like a send message button now. Yeah. So just for people that don't yeah. know that, you can do that. And if you don't know how to do that, hey, Holler reach out to us. us. Yeah. We have some experts in the field. <laughs> uh, number six, help them avoid failure. Um, this is, uh, when I was reading through this book a lot, my mind went back to, you remember like when they would do the old um infomercial type things where they'd be selling a product and at the end it would be like but wait if you call today yeah you know, yeah get another one for just four ninety nine. oh oh <laughs> so we were in knoxville yesterday this is perfect example of this and and this guy tries to get my attention that's working in one of these uh kiosk yeah. areas and i kept on walking and blake decides it would be a good idea if i respond to this man <laughs> So he's like, Lee's talking to you. And I'm like, stop. So you know, I ended up having to talk to him. And there was this straightener. And he straightened my hair. And, and he was like, $369 straightener. But for you, $169. I'm like, no, thank you. Thank you. But no, thank you. He's like, he puts it in my hand. He goes, I'll cut my commission, $79. <laughs> and I was like, still no, thank you. But that's exactly what they did. Which is crazy to think about if they sold, if he actually sold that for $179, that's an insane amount of profit because nobody, yes. nobody's given up their commission. No. Let's be honest. No. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, where were we at? The, oh, we're talking about that stuff. So, yeah. but anyway, this next step helps them avoid failure. Um, my mind always goes back to these things, this one specific commercial is for a water hose and I can't remember which water, I can't remember if it's one of those that like shrinks up and then expands when you fill it or sort of thing. But anyway, all I remember is like, it was a black and white and this person's carrying like a bucket of water and a squeegee and all this stuff out to wash their car and they're fumbling it all over the place. I know exactly and what then, you're talking about. And then they fall on the car and they're spilling. It's like, does this ever happen to you? And it's like, <laughs> no, actually that never no, happened. Not <laughs> but, one time. But anyway, what they're doing is they're, uh, they're identifying a problem and they're, they're saying, Hey, with this product, we can help you avoid this. Mm -hmm. Like this is what's going to happen if you don't use our product. Like you're going to be fumbling stuff everywhere. It's going to be a mess. So that's, that's what that sixth step, step is, is you want to help people avoid failure and you want to make them aware of what you're helping them avoid. Um, Geico, um, for instance, again, this is just off the top of my head. What's their, what's their tagline? 15 minutes save you. What is it? 15%. 15 yeah. Yeah. So they're telling you, Hey, if you don't use us, you could be paying 15% more. You're going to be yeah. paying 15% more on your car insurance. Which by the way is. <clears throat> A gimmick, but right. <laughs> <laughs> but most people like it's stuck in our head now. Yeah, like, you know, 
we could talk about Geico marketing for a while. Yeah, like we all could. All the different facets could, that they yeah. have. Um, and nationwide. Yeah. but uh, And why you should use an independent insurance agency locally uh-oh, instead. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. That's for another day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, you have to communicate what's at stake for your customers if they don't use your product. Um, like, hey, if, you know, if you're a window washer, yeah, you can use somebody else, but you're going to end up with streaks on your win- mm-hmm. window, and I'm going to have to come and Cloudy. clean it really yeah. good. Um, moving on, the last part, the seventh step, is it, it ends in success. Like, you want to show your customers what they're gaining by using your product. So how can you help your customers envision that success after they do business with you? And I know we, I'm pretty sure every episode we've mentioned Lakeway Auto. Yeah. But, um, they do a great job of this on social media. When people buy vehicles, they just post vehicles of Mm -hmm. them like, with their, co- with, with their their customer, yeah. yeah. And most of the time, those customers love it, and they'll go give us a review, and they kind of do our storytelling for us. Yeah. Quick, easy. You know, if you you don't have time, it's quick. Um, if you don't have financing, they'll do it for you, that kind of thing. So we've kind of conditioned where our customers tell our story now. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the gist of uh, what we talk about when we're talking about story telling and your marketing and stuff is just making things relatable. So how can they get started an outline? Yeah. Um, there's actually a framework available, um, online, which we could post a link to this. Um, Donald Miller actually has a website. I'd have to look it up. I think it's just called mystorybrand.com or something. Anyway, you can sign up and it's got a template where you can put all of this information in and it'll explain Mm -hmm. it to you and um, that sort of thing. But yeah, it's, it's key in our day and age with so many marketing messages that, that your marketing resonates with your audience yeah there has to be a connection and i think my biggest takeaway and that's what i was trying to allude to earlier is you're not the character you're the god right yeah quit positioning yourself in a place that makes it seem like your business is all about you you know i see a lot of individuals you know like that have individual type companies let's take a real estate agent for example they'll always make themselves not always but a lot of them will make themselves the character instead of the guide and we've people that we work with we say stop doing that and put your customer right that's funny you mentioned that because i have a a good friend i used to go to school with years ago back when i was still in school um but he he's a real estate agent and at the end of the year you may have seen some of the real estate agents do this they're posting like how much how much they sold right. like I did mm-hmm. this many millions of dollars right. um, and I'm sitting there as a as a person who you know I'm not buying a home now but I have been a home buyer and I could be in the future who knows but I'm thinking that's not gonna make me want to mm-hmm. use you no. like what would make me want to use you if you is if you started sharing stories of like people with uh, my age with families like mine that said, I looked everywhere, couldn't find anything. And then when I worked with um, this, this person, person, they they found us a house within a month. Right. And, uh, and to or me, if you're I, a seller, they got my house under contract in six yeah, hours, you know, exactly. that kind of thing. Versus, hey, look at me and how much money I've made. And that's, and that's making yourself the character instead of the God. Right. So anyway, anything you want to close with? 
I mean, I guess my joke was about me not believing polar bears were real, so <laughs> I don't even have to close with a joke today. Well, there you go. Uh, we can be thankful for that. <laughs> so, uh, well, we th- appreciate you joining us again this week. Um, go tell your story. Go tell your story. I thought you were going to say, go tell it on the mountain. Go. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we hope to hear have you back again. Uh, until then, have a great week or weekend whenever you're listening. And we'll catch you next time.